Hey guys, welcome back to the GOAT Podcast. It is Friday, April the 21st, and at this point, one week from today, 31 young men's lives will have changed forever. And I say forever because even if they're not great players, we will always remember that they were not great players. Um, I was watching after Monica and I finished yesterday's episode on NFL Network, they had, uh, I think, the 2013 draft, hit, miss, or meh. And I was watching it with my wife, and I was just going, oh, that was a miss, that was a hit, that was a meh. And one of the picks was Dion Jordan. Monica, do you remember Dion Jordan? Not really. Yeah, you wouldn't. He literally played five games. He had five career starts in a seven-year career. That tells you everything you need to know. Uh, We're going to jump right into today's episode with the rumor mill. Uh, We have kind of bounced around all all week on how we do the rumor mill. I have a lot of rumors that I want to get into today. I don't know any of these. I've been out of touch all day. Okay, so the first one's not so much a rumor as much as I just thought it was interesting. Monica, Jackson Smith and Jigba did an interview earlier today or yesterday, sometime this week, and he was wearing a very interesting hat. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a Pittsburgh Pirates and Pittsburgh Steelers hat. What? I know. Let that digest for a second, those of you listening to this, because yowza. Um, I don't know that we can make anything of it. I don't know that we can say that it's it's definitely a sign or anything. I just thought it was hilarious. He was in this interview saying, I know I'm the best wide receiver in the class if you just look at the film. And I was watching that video, and I was like, wait a minute. That looks like the Steelers logo. Zoom in. Sure enough, it was. The Steelers are a storied franchise. I mean, of course, people would want to go there just because they would want to be a part of the history. Yeah. Well, let's continue with the Steelers then, because according to Blitzberg, which I'm not sure that I'm, I'm, as a a Steelers fan, I don't know that I can say Blitzberg is the best site uh, to get your information. But according to Blitzberg, they tweeted earlier that Jason LaCanfora, who used to be a part of NFL Network and now I think is with CBS Sports, he has tweeted and stated that the Steelers love Maryland cornerback Deontay Banks. Banks played with Mike Tomlin's son, Dino, at Maryland. You buying or selling on that? I don't know. That seems odd. If he's our second round pick, if we pick him at 32, I'm okay with it. Yeah. At 32, yeah. At at 32, I'm okay with any of the cornerbacks. I'm okay with Keely Ringo. I'm okay with Emmanuel Forbes. I'm okay with any cornerback that's on the board as long as it's still one of those names that's, like, reputable, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting, you know, rumor I saw. Here's rumor number three. You might recall, if you listened to yesterday's podcast, that Monica had a very interesting selection for the New England Patriots. Will Levis just went on a top 30 visit to New England today. Wow. Which is... Thursday is we're recording this, but it's for Friday. But he went on a top 30 visit. I, I want you all to notice and think about this. Top 30 visit means you get to have 30 prospects come to your facility and you get to interview them. You get to, you know, get to know them a little bit better. 
And in the case of the New England Patriots, they chose a quarterback to be one of those 30 visits when they already have not just one quarterback on the roster, but two that have started meaningful games for them in the last two seasons. Monica, what do you think that means? Mac Jones is done. I agree completely. Rumor number four. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor is willing to play without a new deal. He has stated, it wouldn't be a distraction to me to begin this next season without having my my contract settled. I thought that was interesting. Um, Rumor number five. Seahawks GM John Schneider expects trade talks to heat up during the week of the 2023 NFL draft. You have to be ready to roll. Yeah. I think it would be very interesting if we did see a lot of movement the week of because a lot has changed in the last, what, two weeks? Yeah. Rumor number six. Stephen Jones of the Dallas Cowboys has not ruled out taking B. John Robinson at number 26. But would the Cowboys trade up to get him? I don't know if Bijan Robinson is going to be there at 26. Yeah, I feel like the Chargers are the first team that, like, if he makes it past the Chargers, somebody's moving up. They would probably have to move up to get him. Yeah. Our next rumor, Trent Baalke from the Jacksonville Jaguars says, I think we're trending toward a long-term deal with Evan Ingram. Which, if that happens, that throws a wrench into 95% of the mock drafts that we have done and a great majority of the mock drafts that have been circling around giving the Jaguars a tight end. But does it really? I think it would because if I'm sitting there at, what, 25 and Jordan Addison's on the board and Quentin Johnston's on the board, let's say even a cornerback, Joey Porter's still there, um, Deontay Banks, or... You know, they don't need a linebacker. They've got that settled up. But let's just say there is another position of need. Do you waste it on a tight end when you have Evan Ingram on a a long-term deal? Or do you take the other positional, you know, need that you have? I would, if I were the GM, I would say take the positional need and and run. Is signing Evan Ingram to a long-term deal actually taking care of a need because he is very injury prone. That is a good point. Now, I would wonder. I would wonder if you were the uh the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you would rather state we could wait and take Sam LaPorta in round 2. We could wait and get Luke Musgrave. We could wait and get another tight end in round 3, 4, 5. And then if it doesn't work... This is a pretty deep tight end class. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. The next rumor. Giants GM Joe Schoen says that Dexter Lawrence's contract talks are going well. Dexter Lawrence did not show up to the uh, voluntary OTAs uh, for the Giants, as well as Saquon Barkley. He did not show either. Both unhappy with their contracts. Get a little bit of good news here at least that maybe Dexter Lawrence isn't far behind from from signing a deal. That's good news for Giants fans. <laughs> Next rumor. This was, yeah, this is a packed day. And I missed it all. <laughs> Rodgers wanted Calais Campbell to sign with the New York Jets. And prior to his decision to sign with the Falcons, Rodgers texted him and said, join the Jets so we can win a championship together. I forgot that Aaron Rodgers had been traded to the New York Jets. 
I didn't realize that had already happened. Um. Okay, what? Where would Calais Campbell play? Yeah, I don't know. If Quentin Williams was dead, you know, I, I don't know. Quentin <laughs> Williams over Calais Campbell all day, every Absolutely. day. Absolutely, even if it was just for the contract's sake, we would say that. But for the age, we would say that as well. Uh, next rumor: the Raiders are apparently open to trading for the number three pick. And here's the next rumor that makes this even more interesting that I think kind of couple together. The Indianapolis Colts are not willing, or at least not looking, to trade up for a quarterback because they feel very comfortable that the quarterback it wants will be available at number four. What? Next rumor is going on (laughs) really was a packed day next rumor the jets and the packers haven't talked much but the trade still appears to be happening for aaron Rodgers. next rumor i think we've got just a few more okay next rumor chiefs to discuss jarek mckinnon being re-signed after the draft devin a chain season i'm telling you if you are devin a chain and you are in the fifth to seventh round, and you're still on the board, and the Chiefs have a pick, you are probably being selected, and Jarek McKinnon will not be signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that says that they're they're thinking somebody in the lower, lower rounds. Mm-hmm. Back to the Giants. Giants GM Joe Schoen, who had made good progress report about Dexter Lawrence, has said that nothing has changed in contract negotiations with Saquon Barkley. That is not good news for Giants fans. No, it is not. And as I'm looking one more time for any new rumors, the last rumor that's really more of a, a around-the-league type news, about an hour ago, um, oh, boy. Matt Patricia signed with the... Philadelphia Eagles to be a senior defensive assistant. Why? I don't know if the listeners remember this, but I'm going to ask Monica. Monica, do you remember what Matt Patricia's job was last season? Offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Do you know what Matt Patricia's job had been prior to being an offensive coordinator? Wasn't he... Defense? Uh Uh-huh. Which means Bill Belichick said, hey, well, hold on. Let me get my Bill Belichick voice. I know that you you always been defense, but I want you to try offense because we're on to Cincinnati. And then it didn't work out, and Mac Jones was literally calling people saying, help me. Help me with this offense. Help me. Help and now they're they're talking about Mac Jones being basically gutted from the team, no longer being involved in a New England Patriots uniform. And I'm I'm going to say this now, and I'm not a Mac Jones stan. You know right. that. Mac Jones has not been treated fairly in New England. I agree. Can I go crazy, wild conspiracy theory for a second? And I'm not a conspiracy theory person. Absolutely, because I have to answer a text message anyway. Do you think that possibly Mac Jones 
did all that dirty play stuff to try to get himself in trouble so he wouldn't have to be in that terrible, terrible offense. I don't know. That's a that's a risky move. If that if that like I know that's a crazy wild theory you're just throwing out there. But if that were true, I'm 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 man. It's been a long that day. Is so risky, right? Like this <laughs> is just off the but wall. Could you imagine if that if that was true, that Mac Jones would hate New England so much that he says, you know what, I would rather do than play here is I would rather be given a reputation for being a dirty player than play in New England. Well, what he did was pretty desperate in and of itself. Right. So, I mean, it's just we did super have out a, there. We did have a couple of contract signings. Terrence Steele in uh, Dallas signed his uh, restricted free agency tender. And Bryce Huff is officially back under contract with the New York Jets. Um, so, Monica, that's that's the rumor mill of the day. And uh, we are um, going to move on now to our final mock draft that is not conducted by this podcast. Uh, next week, we're going to go over all of our mock drafts, um, culminating into one seven-round mock, and then Thursday you'll have my last first-round mock of the NFL season uh, for this year's draft. And I'm, I'm at a point right now where I'm really thinking, like, what is going to happen? Because round one through seven next week, when we're going through mm-hmm. that, let me, let me make sure to lay the, the groundwork yet. Um, I listened to a podcast recently where one of the GMs um, – he had stated that uh, picks 1 through 150 are pretty well planned out. Like, every team has a direction they want to take, and you, you basically have 150 players on your board at any given moment. Mm-hmm. After pick 150, so 151, basically another 117 to 18 picks are all a toss-up. There is no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. There is no, you know, we're going to do it this way versus that way. There's just, hey, this guy's there. We think he could be great. Let's take him. Mm-hmm. If that is true, that changes everything about the Tom Brady selection. It changes everything about Antonio Brown when the Steelers drafted him, Brett Kiesel when the Steelers drafted him in the seventh round, Kelvin Benjamin, not Benjamin, Kelvin Beecham when the Steelers also got him in the seventh round and he's turned into a starter in the NFL that is still playing, it changes everything we know about how teams draft. Isaiah Pacheco, for example. Yeah. Literally the Chiefs, if that's true, just said last year, well, he might be good, and they drafted him anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, so as we think about that, give me your thoughts do you do you really believe that teams plan out one to one fifty and then they stop? No, I mean, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, they may have a better plan, but you still got to know who you're going for. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's the thing. Like, 
John Snyder said with uh, Pete Carroll, he was like, we don't do mock drafts because we did one one year and it was so bad we just decided never to do it again. So, I mean, like, you know, I don't blame him for that because some teams just don't roll that way. Right. But I also know some teams legitimately state, you know, we plan out every pick as much as possible and we do what we can to be prepared for every scenario. So it's, it, you know, it's kind of strange. How many picks are there in the NFL draft? I think this year there's 269. Okay, so if I was a GM, I would have 269 plus. At the very minimum, I'd have 269 players that I wanted on my team. Right. You know what's crazy, though, and I don't know, our listeners may have never heard this, and then we got to get into the mock draft that we're doing today. In the NFL draft, when you reach like round six and round or round seven, it's one of those two, teams will start calling prospects and negotiating contracts with them in the event that they do not get drafted. Mm-hmm. So if Monica and I were prospects and it's round seven, the Steelers, the Jets, the Falcons, the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Ravens could call us and say, hey, Here's what we're prepared to offer you if you don't get drafted. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, what I thought what I don't remember the prospect and who it was, but the team that ended up signing them as an undrafted free agent had another draft pick and they still didn't take him. <laughs> like they could have, but that that's that's kind of weird. So as we get into the mock draft today, our final mock draft that we're gonna really cover from other teams. I want to start by saying this. We're doing two rounds today. We haven't and we haven't really done that. That means we're going to try to breeze through the first round. And so what I'm going to ask you to do, Monica, is even if it's the most egregious pick we've ever seen. Okay. Let's be very cautious in changing the picks. Okay. Let's only change it if there is just such a better prospect available. Okay. All right? That's like if Bryce Young was available at number one, and the guy was like, you know, I like Jalen Carter. But the Panthers didn't trade all the way up to one to get Jalen Carter. So let's just knock that off right now. So, Or if they selected a Derek Hall at number one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At number one, um, here's what we know. Here's what we know. Bryce Young is the pick, according to Nate Buddha. Do you want to change that or not? No. Okay. I'm not changing his next pick. It is uh, Will Anderson. I think there's a very good chance that that, that is what mm-hmm. they do. So Bama goes off the board back-to-back. And then at number three, he has the Arizona Cardinals selecting Tyree Wilson. Are you keeping that? I... I'm a little bit surprised that he went Tyree Wilson there instead of Jalen Carter, but I I say keep it. It's not egregious. Yeah, I'm going to keep C.J. Stroud at number four because why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. At number five, Anthony Richardson is the pick. Keeping or or changing? Uh, I mean, I'd I'd keep it. Okay. I mean, do do I agree with these? No, but are they egregious enough where I'm feeling like I have to change it? No. Right. 
At number six, the Detroit Lions are taking Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter. I am going to change this simply because I don't buy into the narrative that the character concern would not be a factor with um, Dan Campbell. Yeah. I don't think they want players like that, so I'm going to give them Miles Murphy instead. Uh, number seven, Monica, the Las Vegas Raiders are selecting Oregon cornerback Christian Gonzalez. You keeping or trading or changing? I would, I would, I would keep it. I think that's a pretty solid pickup for them. They have other needs, but I mean that's not bad. At number eight, the Atlanta Falcons take defensive end Nolan Smith. I'm keeping that because I think that that makes a lot of sense for them. I know that Jalen Carter's on the board. I know the Falcons may take him, but again, I think Nolan Smith has no real character concerns he has a lot of versatility i'm going with that so at number nine the chicago bears according to this they are taking peter skoronsky uh okay i really don't like that pick myself but Uh uh-huh I'm trying to decide if it's so egregious because technically they need help at pretty much every offensive line position. Mm-hmm. So I think I've talked myself into keeping it. Okay. So Peter Skaronsky is off the board. At number 10, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to take Devin Witherspoon. Um, I'm actually going to say that they're going to take B. John Robinson here. I think that's better for them. I, agree. I think it makes more sense. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, and I know Jalen Carter's continuing to fall, but the Titans at number eleven are taking Jackson Smith and Jigba. You keeping or, or you know changing? No, I I think that I think that they're. I've said some really horrible things about the Titans, but let's just pretend that they have some sense and they're going to take Paris Johnson instead. Okay. So the fall has happened for Jalen Carter. It's it's official. Houston Texans are going to take quarterback Will Levis, and I'm not changing that pick. Um, I think that, that that makes a lot of sense. They did not take a quarterback at the beginning. Take a quarterback now and see what you can get offensive line-wise in the second round. So the Jets on this are taking Paris Johnson, but they can't do that. What are they going to do instead? Devin Witherspoon. Okay. The New England Patriots are on the clock, and they're taking TCU wide receiver Quentin Johnston. And you know what? Sure. Why not give another weapon for whoever is going to be there at quarterback, and let's just keep this train moving. 15, Miles Murphy is no longer on the board, so who is Green Bay going to select? Jalen Carter. It ends here. Okay. The, the stop ends there. That means that the Washington Commanders are on the board, and they're going to take Joey Porter Jr., and I don't have a problem with that selection other than the fact that Joey Porter Jr. did not play at Alabama, and so I'm going to say it's Brian Branch. Um, we're just going to keep that train rolling. At pick number 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Georgia offensive tackle Broderick Jones. Monica, do they keep or change? He is currently the best player on the board. Uh, okay. To be completely honest, I don't know what the Steelers have for offensive line. It's good, not great. 
Joey Porter. We could use a left tackle. All right, Joey yeah. Porter Jr. Okay, so at 18, Detroit Lions select Michael Meyer. Good with that. 19, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to select Darnell Wright. You good with that pick? When Broderick Jones is still on the board, let's go with Darnell Wright. Let's just go ahead. Okay. Pick number 20, the Seattle Seahawks select Lucas Van Ness, and I just I have a hard time thinking that they would do that instead of taking the best wide receiver on the board with Tyler Lockett getting older. Right. And so I'm going to have them take Jackson Smith and Jim makes a lot of sense. instead. So at pick number 21, the Los Angeles Chargers select wide receiver Jordan Addison. Yes or no? No. Who are they taking instead? Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. The love is finally coming on for Jameer Gibbs to the Chargers. It only took four podcasts for me to convince her. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, 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 I was I was trying I to think of the pick that would make me the most frustrated. Uh, and that's a good yeah. way to do it when it's yeah. a rival. And that's what I have to do here. The Baltimore Ravens, according to this, are gonna take wide receiver Zay Flowers, but I'm not going to have them do that. I'm going to instead give them the best cornerback that is on the board. They lost a lot yeah, they did. in the cornerback market. And they need to replace somebody. And so I'm taking Cam Smith here. At number 24, really 23. If we're off by a number on this, it's because of the fact of the Miami Dolphins. Blame them. <laughs> At 23, the Minnesota Vikings select Tennessee wide receiver Jalen Hyatt. Do you like or, tra- or change? No, Broderick Jones is there, and they could use him for sure. Okay. At number 25 which is really pick number 24, the Jacksonville Jaguars are selecting Cam Smith, but they can't. But based on the rumor that we just listed, I don't feel comfortable giving them a tight end either. Right. And so I'm going to give them Lucas Van Ness. Interesting. And protect, protect the fact that Josh Allen's in a contract year, and if he walks, you've got somebody there waiting to play next year with Trayvon Walker and everybody else on that defensive front. Um. Pick number 25, the New York Giants select Brian Branch, but they can't do that in this scenario. So what are they going to do, Monica? Let's see. What tight ends do we have on the board? All of them but Michael Meyer. But, but they just remember, got Darren they did Waller. Just trade. Yeah, remember, they did just trade for Jalen Waddle. Uh, Jalen Waddle. <laughs> uh, Surprise. No, they didn't do that. That would have been, been amazing. Uh, they did trade for Darren Waller. All right, let's go back to all of them. Okay. Ooh. I know what I would do here, but I think it'd be very controversial. I'm I'm debating between two guys, but I don't know which one. Ha. Derek Hall. Okay. At pick number 27, the Dallas Cowboys select Brian Breezy. I'm good with that. They need to get defensive linemen. Pick number 27, which is really pick number 28. Just keep <laughs> up if you can. The Buffalo Bills select Bijan Robinson, but Bijan's not available. So, Monica, what are they going to take? Dalton Kincaid. All right. So, they snipe the next pick for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are on the clock. They take Dalton Kincaid, but they can't do that here. So, I'm again going to say 
You've got to protect, you know, Joe Burrow. Right. And one of the easiest ways to protect Joe Burrow is an offensive lineman, and so they're going to take Darnell Washington, who can also catch and block and get a two for the price That's, of one. That would be a dynamic pick. Yeah. I don't see Darnell falling past him personally. Um, at pick number 30, which is really pick number 29, the New Orleans Saints select Mozzie Smith, uh, defensive tackle. Is that? Kalijah Cansey. What are they going to do instead? Kalijah Cansey. Kalijah Cansey. Okay. Pick number 30, the Philadelphia Eagles are selecting B.J. Ojolari. Uh nope. No, they're not going to do that. I'm sorry. They're going to take John Michael Schmintz and continue to build that offensive line after they lost some players and lost some pieces. You pick up a guy that can play center. So if Jason Kelsey is done after next season, you've got your center. Yeah. And that also works if, uh, oh, man, what was his name a few years ago from Bama? They drafted him to play center. And then Jason Kelsey ended up staying longer. His name is Landon Dickerson. There it oh, is. Oh, yeah, he plays a left they guard. They drafted Landon. <clears throat> And so he's at left guard. You can basically have one of them duke it out for center and be be good yeah. either way. I think you're going to see, just a real quick side note as I'm trying to move this along, I think you're going to see in the next five to ten years in the NFL a ton of offensive linemen be able to be center, guard, or tackle and guard, even more so than we see now because of all of the versatility that we need on offensive linemen because teams are really trying to maximize skill positions. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to really have a bunch of offensive linemen on their team. Well, how do you fix that? You have seven or eight total, and you have two to three guys that can play multiple positions. Right. Okay, so at pick number 31, the Kansas City Chiefs select Will McDonald. Monica, do they do that or do no. they do something else? No. What do they do instead? I – oh, boy. Well – Ah, well, would f- I'm trying to think what would frustrate me the very most out of these guys. I know what could frustrate you the very most. Do I take him? Which one? Um, let me find him. I just saw him. Oh, please don't. Please don't. Oh. I want to know where you're going. Yeah, that would that would be really tough. That's what I was thinking. There I was, was okay. So Osiris. I Torrance. was thinking Osiris Torrance, and I was also thinking uh, Dewan Jones. All right. Well, you might be thinking, "Wow, this podcast is moving right along." That's because we're going to round two now. Uh, so round two. This remember, this is what Nate Buddha has done in selection. So the Steelers are back on the clock, and he has them taking. Defensive back, Deontay Banks. Uh, No, we're not doing that. We have another pick later in this draft, and I like a lot of players better than I like uh, Deontay Banks. I know this is a controversial pick, Monica. I'm taking Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback from Mississippi State, and I'm going to say you you go on Minka's side and you shut down that side of the field, or you go on the opposite side – and you play where we're going to throw all the time, and the guy that got 18 career interceptions at Mississippi State will continue to be able to do that for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. That's more valuable than anything else. So I'm taking Emmanuel Forbes at pick number 33. At pick 34, the 
Houston Texans select Wisconsin offensive lineman Joe Tipman. Uh, do they keep or change? I feel change? like this is way too early for Tipman. Um, yeah, I'm having to scroll quite a ways. Who do we have? Yeah, who like, do we have the Texans picking so far? Who they? They took Will Anderson, and then I think they took Will Levis. So it's it's a Will draft right now. They need to take Will McDonald to be consistent. <laughs> um, um, nah, Dewan Jones would be a really good pick for them here. Okay, so let me unpause it and select Dewan Jones. I have the Arizona Cardinals, and they're, according to this, taking Keely Ringo, but I'm not doing that. You, you've got a problem on every other position on the offensive side of the right. ball. I'm taking Jordan Addison, and I'm, I'm trying to replace DeAndre Hopkins as best as I can uh, with Jordan Addison. So the Indianapolis Colts are selecting Emmanuel Forbes, but you might recall I've already taken him, so who are they taking at number 35? Who did they pick earlier? They took C.J. Stroud with their first-round pick. Ooh, then I know where I'm going. Josh Downs. Okay. So you give another another piece on the wide receiver room. The Rams are finally on the clock. Imagine that. And I'm taking Hendon Hooker. Wow. Um, I know Seattle would love nothing more than to take him right after this. So I'm taking Hendon Hooker because I think Matthew Stafford could possibly be out after this year and no longer be available to them as a quarterback. And so you got Hendon Hooker that can sit on ice, quite literally, for at least a season, and there he is. So uh, Nate Buddha had them taking Felix Anyaduke Uzama, which is not happening. Here's where the draft, I laughed out loud, and I'm thankful that this isn't even a possibility. Monica, according to Nate... At 37, the Seattle Seahawks are selecting running back Jameer Gibbs. And listen to this. Yeah, thankfully it's not even possible in our scenario, but listen to his analysis. This might seem like an odd pick at first. If you have to say that, then you know that the guy is force-feeding the selection. He's pushing that selection through without any absolutely – who cares? Why? It's ridiculous. He says the Seahawks drafted Ken Walker last year, and he looked great, but he's dealt with injuries in Seattle, who clearly wants a focused rushing attack, currently has just two running backs on their roster. No. It doesn't make any sense. You could get a running back later in this draft that's obviously not going to be challenging to be the starter and can be a one-two punch. You can spell the back that way. Not to mention, isn't Leonard Fournette a free agent? I believe so. Aren't there running backs out there right now that could be had at a cheap price and you could you know, not have to compromise a top 50 pick in a draft where you should not be picking in this spot much anymore in the next couple of years? Why? So, Monica, what are they doing instead of doing that horrible selection? Who are they taking, you know, thankfully instead? I... Um, I think... I think they might uh, keep working on their defense and they would select Keely Ringo. Keely Ringo pairs up with Tariq Woolen and that star-studded backfield of Jamal Adams if he can stay healthy and Ryan Neal. I'm thinking Keely Ringo with 
Seattle safeties is going to be a deadly combination. Yeah. Well, he has the Las Vegas Raiders taking Wisconsin defensive lineman Keanu Benton. I What? I don't understand that, so I'm not doing that. I'm going to instead take a position that they desperately need. Um, it might be considered a luxury pick to some of you, but I think it's a pick that they need to make. They do not have a tight end, so I'm taking Luke Musgrave. Makes makes sense for you know your latest quarterback to have some type of ability to be a right. threat. At pick number 39, the Carolina Panthers. I like this fit if he's there, but at pick number 39, the Carolina Panthers selected Georgia tight end Darnell Washington. He is no longer on our board. Monica, what are the Panthers going to do instead? Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, yeah. Replace DJ Moore. Yes. I like it. Pick number 40, the New Orleans Saints select wide receiver Josh Downs, but he's not on the board anymore. And I'm sorry, if there's one thing the Saints don't need... It's a wide receiver. They have like 50. You only get to play 53 players on a team. You only get to put 53. You don't need 75 wide receivers before cut day. So I'm not doing that. You know what I am going to do? I'm going to take a position that they are this close away from being irrelevant at. Once Demario Davis hangs up his cleats, I'm taking... Drew Sanders, good pick. the linebacker. And that will help them shore up that position in a couple of seasons when DeMario Davis is no more in the National Football League. Thank you um, for not sniping me. <laughs> I, 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 uh, let's see what you do, because I don't know what else I would have done there, to be honest with you, at, at just looking at it. But pick number 41, the Tennessee Titans select quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Hendon's already gone. He went to the Rams. I don't think he gets past Seattle if he makes it into round two. So, what do the Titans do instead? Anton Harrison. Anton Harrison. The New York Jets are on the clock back-to-back. They have two players on here that are both gone, John Michael Schmitz and Kalijah Kansi. Uh Monica, I am going to suggest that they do something that might be considered a little bit odd. Okay. <clears throat> considering, but I'm going to have them take Trenton Simpson okay. here. And I leave you with the next pick. They took defense and then offensive line. I went ahead and took Trenton Simpson. What are they doing now with their next pick at round, you know, round two, pick 44? Okay, I know this is going to be inconsistent with what I said earlier, but I would be okay with the Jets taking Joe Tipman at this point. Okay. I think he's going to be considered interior offensive line. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons, according to this, take wide receiver Cedric Tillman, but he's not the best wide receiver that's on not the board. Um, and so I am going to, I'm going to take instead Jalen Hyatt, and I'll keep the wide receivers the way that they are, and we'll we'll just go from there. At pick number 45, the Green Bay Packers select Oregon tight end Luke Musgrave. He's not available to us, so Monica, what are the Packers going to do in our remock? Who? There's not... Mm. Let's look at the tight ends. Let's see what we've got. 
Sam Laporta and Tucker Craft are the biggest names that are available. I don't think they, they can go there. I am thinking Clark Phillips. Okay. Cornerback, yes. Utah. The New England Patriots are on the clock, and he has them taking edge player Derek Hall. He's already gone, so I'm going to give them Will McDonald. Same position, just a different different name. Pick number 48, the Washington Commanders take Arkansas linebacker Drew Sanders, but he's not available. So, Monica, what do the Washington Commanders do instead? They take another Alabama player. They take Jordan Battle. Jordan Battle. He's a safety, isn't he? Uh, I think he's going to be safety on here. Yeah. There he is right there. Okay. At pick number 49. I'm trading pick number 49 to you because I want to do something at 50. So at pick number 49, Monica, um, the Detroit Lions select Michigan cornerback DJ Turner. Ah. Uh. Yes, but no. Okay. Julius Brents. All right. So, at pick number 50, and I just want to show this to everybody so that they, they can see this. The Steelers have taken two cornerbacks already. I heard a report that stated that some people felt that you, would, you could feel confident in certain players playing different positions certain players being able to do a few things a little differently. And though it hasn't happened a lot, I, I'm going to take a player that I think could be very versatile for the Steelers in playing multiple different positions on the field, though he is a massive man. Are you ready for this? Let's go. I am taking linebacker Jack Campbell. We. And here's what I'm saying. We um, were on the same wavelength because that is where I was. I was leaning that direction with the next team. I think Jack Campbell is a guy that has a lot of the tools that you're looking for in a linebacker. Yes. But I also think it's not crazy to say that he could blitz off the edge, blitz up the middle. You could have he's six foot five. He could play D lineman a little bit if you needed mm -hmm. him to. So he's one of those linebackers where if he plays in the middle, awesome. If he has to play outside, Cool. You can do whatever you want. Doesn't matter. They had the Steelers taking Georgia Tech defensive lineman Keon White. I'm just thinking we have a few more positions of need more than right. that. Monica, we're back on the clock with you and the D, uh, the Detroit, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they, according to this, take defensive end Isaiah Foskey. I was really wanting to go Jack Campbell here because I think he could slot in so well to that Tampa Bay defense and play yep. multiple positions, but considering he's off the board, I want to go with Cody Mock. Cody Mock, interior offensive lineman. The Miami Dolphins, I like this pick. 
Um, it is a tight end, and it is Sam Laporta. I'm not changing it. I think that helps. Tua needs some more weapons to throw to. They let Mike Jacecki walk, and there you go. You got Sam Laporta now. Pick number 52, the Seattle Seahawks select Osiris Torrance, but they can't do that. He's not available. So what happens for the Seattle Seahawks? Can I see who we picked for them so far? Yeah, let me pull them up real quick Thank here. You. Seattle. Anthony Richardson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Keely Ringo. All right, let's see. Oof, this is tough. It's supposed to be tough. I know. Uh, man. I don't know. Can I trade this one to you and I'll take the next one? Yes, you may. So I'm going to take... It's a luxury pick for them. Yeah. But I think it's a pick that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to take a safety. Christopher Smith the second from Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to do that because Jamal Adams has not stayed healthy the last couple of seasons. They need to have an insurance policy. But if he does stay healthy and the contract dispute happens, they need to have somebody waiting in the wing. So I'm going to take that guy there. At pick number 53, uh, Tuli Tuipolutu. I, I don't know how you're going to feel about this pick, but I really actually like that and I want to keep it. I don't have any problem with it. I think the the Bears have quite a lot of things that they need to do. So really anything that they can do is fine by me. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers, according to this, take Siaka, uh, si- Siaki Ika. Um, no, they don't. I think that the Los Angeles Chargers here take Zach Charbonnet. Ooh. Running back, UCLA. Which means we're coming down the home stretch here. The Detroit Lions, according to this, they take linebacker Trenton Simpson. No, they're going to stick in their same region, and they are going to grab DJ Turner. DJ Turner. At pick number 56, uh, Cody Mock goes, but I'm going to give them Deontay Banks. The the fall stops Mm -hmm. here. Deontay gets to go there. I almost drafted Deontay Banks for the Steelers with that number 50, but I didn't want it to be three straight corners. I've heard reports that some people think Joey Porter could play safety, that some people think Emmanuel Forbes could play safety, and that some people think that Deontay Banks could play Mm -hmm. safety. So there's a little bit of positional versatility there. I'm good with that if that happens. But Deontay Banks goes to the Jaguars. At 57, the New York Giants select Steve Avila, offensive line. Monica, is that what they do, or do they go somewhere else? I don't mind keeping that pick there. All right, so let me find him. Nope, wrong place. Steve Avila. Wow, that's a reach according to the draft network. 58, Dallas Cowboys select linebacker Jack Campbell, but they can't do that. So they're going to take another linebacker by the name of Noah Sewell. I really like that for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Monica, the Buffalo Bills, according <laughs> just can't make this up. The Buffalo Bills take Cincinnati wide receiver Tyler Scott. No, they don't. Who do they take instead, Monica? If they're going to go wide receiver here, they're yep. going to go Marvin Mims. 
I'm good with that. Here's where things I know are going to run a little bit off the rails. But the Cincinnati Bengals are, according to this, taking Zach Charbonnet. But they can't do that because Zach Charbonnet is not available. But Roshan Johnson is. And I'm going to give him to the Bengals. Wow. I know. It's It's a reach, but not as much of a reach as this next one is. Um, the Chicago Bears at 61, according to Nate, are taking Ole Miss running back Zach Evans. Reach. What? Reach. Why would they do that? Monica, what are the Bears going to do to prevent the foolishness of Nate taking over? I don't like that. I, I am really... I'm looking at Antonio Johnson. I think that that would be pretty good. Eddie Jackson's, I don't expect him to be around forever, especially with his injury issues, and I'm saying Antonio Johnson. Okay. I'm going to trade the next pick to you, and I'll take the Chiefs this time. That way you don't have to do that to yourself Thank twice. You. Um, you take the Eagles, and according to this, it's Washington State linebacker Diane Henley. I think that B.J. Ojolari fits in so well to that defense. And funny enough, I think he was the guy that they had selecting at number 30. But he made it all the way to pick 63. So, you know, just kind of goes to show you guys that are listening, you don't always have to do it, you know, the way that you think it's, it's supposed to be. It can You can wait. You can see how things pan mm-hmm. out. And just let the draft kind of come to you. According to this, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take offensive tackle Anton Harrison. I'm not doing that, though. He's already gone. (laughs) Um, Because he's gone. So instead, I'm going to to pause the draft here, and I'm going to take my time. We have a few minutes for me to do this. And I'm going to think about what the team actually needs. I'm going to pull that up. We didn't have time to do this a whole lot. And I'm going to look at every single thing that is available. And I'm going to think about what would make Monica the most upset. And then I'm going to draft that player. And I think I already know who it's going to be. Who? Either Mozzie Smith or Siaka Ika. And I can tell by your face that I'm hitting a nerve. Yeah, you are. I'm in the right department. Now I just have to narrow down which one. Mozzie Smith, 6'3", 326 pounds. He's big. Yeah. I've already got that with Chris Jones. But Siaka Ika is even bigger at 358 pounds. I will will give you a massive, massive hint about where I'm thinking. Uh I know way more about Siaka Ika than I do about Mossy Smith. Way more. So Siaka Ika is going to be the pick. Um, You're right. <laughs> and let's quickly go over the first round again. We gave a lot more analysis into the second round, so we bro we we broze through. We breezed right on through the first round, but at number one, the Panthers took Bryce Young. Number two, Houston Texans selected Will Anderson. Cardinals stayed pat and took Tyree Wilson at three. Indianapolis Colts took C.J. Stroud at four. The Seahawks took Anthony Richardson at five. The Lions took Miles Murphy at six. 
The Raiders took Christian Gonzalez at seven. The Falcons took Nolan Smith at eight. The Bears took Peter Skaronsky at nine. The Eagles took Bijan Robinson at ten. The Titans took Paris Johnson Jr. at eleven. The Texans took Will Levis at twelve. The Jets took Devin Witherspoon. The Patriots took Quentin Johnston. The Green Bay Packers took Jalen Carter. By the way, if somehow Carter falls to 13 um, or to 10, watch the Steelers just jump up for that. I've heard that there's already a deal potentially in place if he makes it. Wow. Uh, That's one of the rumors I haven't had had a lot of time to highlight this week because I'm trying not to just make it a Steelers podcast. Um, At pick number... 16, the Commanders took Brian Branch. The Steelers come on board and take Joey Porter Jr. to continue the legacy. 18, the Lions take Michael Meyer. Uh, 19, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took Darnell Wright. The Seattle Seahawks take Jackson Smith and Jigba. The Chargers take Jameer Gibbs. The Ravens take Cam Smith. The Vikings take Broderick Jones. The Jaguars take Lucas Van Ness. The Giants take Derek Hall. The Cowboys take Brian Breezy. The Bills take Dalton Kincaid. The Bengals get an offensive lineman duo threat in a tight end with Darnell Washington. The Saints take Kalijah Kansi. The Eagles take John Michael Schmentz. And the Kansas City Chiefs take Osiris Torrance. If I'm being honest, Monica, I had forgotten that the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to select Joey Porter in the first round. Emmanuel Forbes would probably have been a reach then by me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Dewan Jones was sitting there. Jordan Addison was sitting there. Josh Downs, Keely Ringo, even. I was really, really surprised you did not go Jordan Addison or Josh Downs right there. Whenever you went Emmanuel Forbes, I was pretty shocked. Some of it has to do with the fact that I I do think the Steelers are probably sitting there thinking they don't have to take a wide receiver if they don't want to, mm-hmm. and they have so many other glaring needs right now that I think they're fine letting Allen Robinson ride it out for a year in the slot and just see what happens. But tomorrow, there will be a special episode. I am recording it as soon as I am done with Monica today. It's just going to be me on this one. I'm going to be going over the Draft Network's top 10 prospects. And I'm going to tell you whether or not I agree with them being the top 10 and where I would place them if I were doing my own top 10. He just pulled them up, and I can already see several points where I think he's going to disagree. Yes. Like, immediately. Very much so. So, Monica, as always, it's been really great to have you on the podcast. Thanks. Don't forget, if you're listening, that you need to subscribe to the main show. Uh, The Master Feed will only carry one episode a week in just a few weeks. And so we desperately need you to be subscribed to the other show. Leave a rating, a review. Send an email If you have fantasy football questions, if you have questions about your team and questions about the draft, questions about what's going on with Deshaun Watson's team and why are they continuing to ruin the NFL by giving out a guaranteed contract that is destroying Lamar Jackson right now, whatever you want to talk about, we're here. We would love to talk to you, love to talk about it on the podcast. Until tomorrow, take care.